Welcome to the Building Great Lives podcast, a podcast about real life, real issues, and finding real answers to life's most difficult questions. And now your host, Trent Gillum. Greetings, everyone. Trent here. Welcome to episode number 83 of the podcast. I'm glad you've joined the Building Great Lives journey. Before we get started, as always, I'd like to say a huge thank you to our monthly ministry partners and to you, the listener. You make this ministry possible, and I'm excited to have you on the Building Great Lives team here at the Building Great Lives podcast. It's our desire to help people from around the world grow, heal, discover, and fulfill their unique purpose. Thank you for sharing these episodes. We're praying these messages of hope reach every possible person in every possible nation. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the cure for a wounded spirit. That's right. We're going to talk about how to get a wounded spirit healed. It's so important that you have healing on the inner man. Because how we feel on the inside really does affect so many different areas of our lives. Over the past three decades of ministry, I've met many people who are carrying a wounded spirit. Something happened that affected them deeply, so deeply that it continued to hurt them long after the initial trauma. And if that's you... I pray this episode helps you find the healing that you need. That's the goal, to get you healed so that you can continue to progress in the things of God. A wounded spirit makes it increasingly difficult to step out boldly and obey the voice of the Lord. A wounded spirit can even cause God's purpose to be delayed or at worst, defeated. All of us, sooner or later, have some kind of physical infirmity to bear. A certain sickness, a pain, or possibly even suffer from an accident or a decline in health as we age. At some point, every one of us endures sicknesses, loss, trials, and sorrow. When I was younger, I suffered a severe break that required both bones in my lower leg be surgically repaired. With medical help and time, my broken bones healed. Physical infirmities, while often very difficult, is still a trial that can be endured and even overcome. On the other hand, a wounded spirit, those are much more difficult to bear. The subject of a wounded spirit is very important as it affects so many areas of our lives. Many people don't even understand what it is or how it affects them. Solomon in the book of Proverbs chapter 18 verse 14 makes a powerful statement and he distinguishes clearly the difference between a physical infirmity and a wound of the spirit. He says in Proverbs chapter 18 and verse 14, the spirit of a man will sustain his infirmity, 
but a wounded spirit who can bear. Now, the word infirmity in this text, it means a sickness, a disease, a weakness. So Solomon is saying the spirit of a man can sustain him through disease and sickness and even physical weakness, but a wounded spirit He says that's different. And so Solomon is dealing with the inner man. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 14 in the ESV reads like this. A man's spirit will endure sickness, but a crushed spirit who can bear. The spirit of a man keeps him strong when he's enduring sickness. But what does he do when the very thing that makes him strong gets hurt? What an incredible question, and it's a question that needs to be answered. In Proverbs, Solomon is emphasizing that the inner man is very important. A broken inner man, a broken spirit is worse, according to Solomon, than a physical sickness. But a wounded and broken spirit, it is unbearable. The spirit of a man in this scripture is referring to our intestinal fortitude. The spirit of a man is his inner emotional, psychological, and spiritual life. It can sustain him even when he is physically ill. It's referring to the inner courage and determination necessary to endure something difficult or unpleasant. We can endure all kinds of physical afflictions, but when our spirit is wounded or broken, that is a different story. Outward grievances are tolerable as long as our spirit is at peace. So what causes a wounded spirit. Many things can cause these inner wounds, abuse, physical, emotional, even spiritual, trauma, both present and certainly past, different types of offenses, words or actions from others, often done during an already difficult time. These hurts compound to create deep wounds, broken trust, and lost relationships. All of these things create a wounded spirit. The Bible is full of examples that we can gleam from of men that were wounded in their spirit, some that allowed healing to come and those that did not. We can learn from both. The Bible says in the book of 1 Samuel chapter 31 that the Philistines were fighting against Israel. And King Saul was in battle on the Mount Gilboa. In 1 Samuel chapter 31, verse number 2 says, And the Philistines followed hard upon Saul and upon his sons. And the Philistines slew Jonathan and slew Saul's sons. And verse 3 says, And the battle went sore against Saul, and the archers hit him. And he was sore wounded of the archers. Now, this is an example of a physical wound, but I want you to go way back with me. Long before Saul was ever physically wounded on the battlefield of Mount Gilboa, he was wounded in his spirit. Saul was a wounded warrior. It was that wounded spirit 
that changed his direction and changed his character and led to his demise on the battlefield. Way back in 1 Samuel chapter number 18, the Bible says that Saul and David had come back from great slaughter against the Philistines. And the women of the city came out to celebrate the victories of Israel with singing and dancing. And when they met King Saul, they began to sing with joy and with instruments and music. And the women, as they began to sing, they said, Saul have killed his thousands. Now, there must have been something inside of Saul that just rose up with joy. Oh, listen to them sing of my greatness. All of the works that I have done. Saul has killed his thousands. But the Bible says that those ladies begin to sing verse number two. And when they begin to sing verse number two, something changed inside of Saul. Verse number two went like this. And David has killed his ten thousands. Whoa. The Bible says in 1 Samuel chapter 18 and verse 8, and Saul was very mad. And the saying displeased him. And he said, they have ascribed unto David ten thousands. And to me, they have ascribed but thousands. And what can he have more but the kingdom? And Saul eyed David from that day forward. Did you catch that? Long before Saul was ever physically wounded by the archers on Mount Gilboa, he was wounded in his spirit. And I, David, from that moment forward, it was this inner wound that changed everything about Saul. Saul started making decisions that flowed not from God, but from his wounded spirit. That's one of the most dangerous aspects of an unhealed, wounded spirit. We, at times, suffer from a wounded spirit. We all, at times, get hurt. But an unhealed, unattended wound can become very harmful because it causes us to start making decisions from its influence instead of the influence of God. Saul began to make the wrong decisions that flowed from jealousy. They flowed from his inner wound, his wounded spirit, and it led him to destruction. So the question that must be asked is, are you making decisions from your wounded spirit? And maybe you need to take a moment to pause this episode and think about that question and contemplate that Are you making decisions based on your hurt? If you're wanting to give up and you're wanting to quit because of your hurt, you're allowing your hurt to influence your decisions. Do not allow your wounded spirit 
to influence your decisions. That's why it is vital that you learn the cure for a wounded spirit because if you continue to let your wounded spirit, oh, I feel the touch of God right now. If you continue to let your wounded spirit make decisions for you, you'll find yourself out of the will of God and losing the very things that God promised you. And that's the desire of the enemy. But God's spirit is greater. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And if God be for you, who can be against you? Even your wounded spirit isn't great enough to destroy you. But you must recognize that you have to stop allowing your wounded spirit to influence your decisions. The Bible tells us in the New Testament of a wounded traveler. The Bible tells us in Luke chapter number 10, verses 30 through 35, that there was a certain man that went down from Jerusalem to Jericho. And he fell among thieves, which stripped him of his raiment and wounded him and departed, leaving him half dead. And there came down a certain priest that way. And when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. And likewise, a Levite, when he was at the place, came and looked on him and passed by on the other side. But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion on him and went to him and bound up his wounds, pouring in oil and wine, and set him on his own beast and brought him to an inn and took care of him. And on the morning when he departed, he took out two pence and gave them to the host and said unto him, Take care of him, and whatsoever thou spendest more, when I come again, I will repay thee. While these wounds were certainly physical, this parable is intended to show God's intention and teach us a lesson about healing. God's intention is to heal the broken. God's intention is to bind up every wound in your spirit. And God also teaches us through this parable that healing can certainly be a process. There are times that we pray, God, heal me. And it feels like that it doesn't happen immediately. And certainly we believe in the immediacy of God's ability. But there are some things that are a process. And you, listener, have to be willing to go through the process and not give up. This traveler that was wounded had to have his wounds wrapped in bandages. The healing process took time as the oil and the wine was applied. And the innkeeper took care of him. God is teaching us that recovery is the intended outcome. Your recovery is God's intended outcome for your life. No matter what you've gone through, no matter what you've endured, no matter what you've faced, God intends for you to recover. You don't have to suffer forever. You don't have to be wounded forever. For the word of the Lord tells us that we have a wounded Savior. That the Bible tells us in Isaiah chapter 53, verses 3 through 5, he is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid as it were our faces from him. He was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. We did esteem him stricken 
smitten of God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. Jesus was wounded for our transgressions. Listener, you're not the only one that has experienced the wounded. Jesus was wounded for our transgressions. But I want you to notice what the book of Luke chapter 24 and verse 5 says. The two angels asked the ladies at the empty tomb, why seek ye the living among the dead? From Jesus, we learn a great and powerful lesson. Even though Isaiah declared him the wounded Savior, even though that we know that he was beaten and whipped and crucified and died, he rose again. Luke declares through the voice of the angels, why seek ye the living among the dead? The lesson that we learn is this. Jesus taught us that even the wounded can live again. Through Jesus' example, we learn that there is life beyond the wounds. Listener, I don't know what you've gone through and I don't know what you're suffering with, but I want you to know today that there is life beyond your wounds. There is life beyond your trauma. There is life beyond the pain that you've gone through. So the question must be asked and answered, how are wounded spirits healed? We have to learn to heal properly. So many people are carrying yesterday's issues and pains with them into today. David said in Psalms 109 and verse 22, for my heart is wounded within me. Too many families and churches are being led by wounded people. And it's difficult to face the future with confidence while living in the pain of the past. Psalms 147 verse 2 and 3 says this, The Lord doth build up Jerusalem. He gathereth together the outcast of Israel. Verse 3 is powerful. It says, He healeth the broken in heart and bindeth up their wounds. The word wound in Psalms 147 and verse 3 means sorrows. He bindeth up their sorrows. The context of this scripture is dealing with the return of Israel from Babylonian captivity. Many lost loved ones in the invasion and during their time in Babylon. They returned to a devastated land and destroyed homes. Their wounds, their sorrows, were in their hearts, not in their bodies. This binding up of their wounds was not physical. It was a sorrow of the heart. But God made a way to heal their broken heart and bind up their wounded spirit. And the same God that healed Israel's wounded spirit is here to heal your wounded spirit as well. And it can be difficult, but healing requires a willingness to be honest and open 
with God. The first thing you need to recognize is healing is absolutely available. By his stripes, we are healed. And that's not just physical healing. It's healing for the whole man. The psalmist declared in Psalms 107 and verse 20, he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. So you need to remember, healing is available. No matter what you've gone through, no matter what you're dealing with, healing is available. Not just for your friends, not just for your neighbors, not just for those that go to church with you, but healing is available for you. The next thing you need to do is you need to come to Christ now. Matthew chapter 11 verse 28 says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Though you have come to Jesus a hundred times before, come now just as you are. Come to him. There is no peace for a soul that does not come to Jesus. You must have peace for your wounded spirit. The next thing you need to do is remember this. Too often our prayer requests have their priorities backwards. We often pray for physical healing and physical blessings. And to be clear, there's certainly nothing wrong with praying for those things. God does desire to bless his children. However, the most crucial area that we need to pray for God to bless us is our inner man. An inner man that is healed can do courageous things for God. It's much more important to have your spiritual wounds healed than to have all the riches of the world. And then we need to do this. We need to let Jesus make us whole again. Jesus doesn't just physically heal. He offers healing for the whole man, the body, the soul, and the spirit. Not only does he do great physical miracles, but the greatest miracle is how he touches our inner man. That man that will live forever, God desires for it to live today. We believe in healing. However, many times we see it as something other people receive. But God has healing for you also. Listener, there is life beyond your wounds, and it is time to start the healing process. As has become our tradition here at the Building Great Lives podcast, I want to pray for you, listener. I want to pray that God would encourage you and help you today. Jesus, I'm asking you to heal every wound. Lord, I pray that you would help the listener be able to open themselves up to you. I know that that can be very difficult for the wounded. We generally want to retract and hide our hurts. But if we could open ourselves up to you, we would learn the value and the reward of being honest with you. Let the wounded rejoice. And as David said, Lord, that the bones that thou hast broken may rejoice. Those inner things. Let the inner man rejoice as he is healed 
of his wounded spirit. And as always, thank you so much for listening. In the meantime, please follow so you don't miss a single episode. If you enjoyed this episode, tell a friend, maybe text them the link or share it on your social. You can find me on social at Trent Gillum. That's G-I-L-L-I-A-M on Instagram at Rev Gillum. You can also reach me at Building Great Lives Podcast at gmail.com. And I look forward to hearing from you. And until next time, let's keep building. You've been listening to the Building Great Lives Podcast, a member of the Real Life Church Network. Join us next time as we dig deeper into life's most challenging questions. 